This is the Intentional Disruption Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Demo. Today, I'm doing prep work for my presentation at the University of Connecticut's Entrepreneurial Bootcamp for Veterans 2023. I'm going to be discussing acquisitional entrepreneurship, put more in plain language, why do you want to buy a company instead of starting a company? So I'm going to talk a little bit about why that is and why I'm passionate about the Entrepreneurial Bootcamp for Veterans, so much so that I'm going to uh, give a couple days of my time to be a uh, guest presenter, panelist, and judge. So what is the Entrepreneurial Bootcamp for Veterans? It's a program that a couple of colleges, I believe it was started at Syracuse University, have in order to help mostly post 9-11 veterans to move into the field of owning a small business. If you've listened to any episodes of this podcast, it's something that you know I'm very passionate about. And what you might not know is 10 years ago, I graduated through the Entrepreneurship Institute at the University of Connecticut, and the individual that ran that program, um, they called it the Entrepreneurship Incubator, was a gentleman named Mike Zakea. Mike Zakea was a colonel in the Marine Corps. Uh, He was actually in Iraq at the same time I was, and... He's a very good dude. Unfortunately, he passed away about a year ago. And it was it was a really sad time because he he really did a lot for uh, the veterans in uh, the state of Connecticut, especially. And was really the driving force behind this program. So his passing obviously was. Surprising, given that he was not a, not old. Um, he might have been maybe 10, maybe 15 years older than me. Uh, the military has a weird way of making you think that 24-year-old people are really old. So um, take that with a grain of salt. But he was a very good guy. He is the reason that I end up in um, the finance field. Because one of the people that works on the Entrepreneurial Bootcamp for Veterans program also headed up the distribution for what's now a trillion dollar asset manager's um, retirement solutions team. So really interesting circle for many of the reasons that I wanted to do this, but the main reason is because I've done the startup route and failed. Now, you might say, Mike, you have an inherent bias. Okay, that that's fair. But I have one that's based on math. And a lot of the times we go into a new venture with our hearts, but not as much our head. Um, I've got a call later today with a a gentleman who's going to be transitioning out of the military and wants to go into acquire a business and 
go that route as well. And that works absolutely fine. Uh, the question that I had asked is, you know, what do you want to do and why? Like, where are you looking to go with that? And those are questions that he's going to be coming back to me with as we get this process started for him. Before the veterans that are going to be participating, I was given their biographies and a little bit about their businesses. And for context, the Entrepreneurial Bootcamp for Veterans, it's they call it an MBA in two weeks. The schools pay for the people to fly in, they feed them, they do all those things. And for basically two weeks, it's a high-level crash course on what you need to know in order to run a business at a very basic level. The end of it, the culmination, is a pitch session where you have to pitch investors, kind of Shark Tank style. That's been a very interesting one um, because that's how I came back into the program as a judge. And when I say as a judge, originally I was just going to be a timer similar to Toastmasters, but that wasn't going to last. It wasn't going to last because I've done those things. I've consulted, God, we're probably at a thousand, but let's call it a few hundred different business owners on how to make their processes more efficient, effective, how to have better targeting for client acquisition. It's like, I understand these things. And I also understand the math behind the scenes to get these deals funded. So yeah, I I did the timing, but I also was able to give some pretty key feedback on it. And Candidly, not every one of these businesses not only is going to be successful, but should exist. And that's a hard, hard place to be. And I'll grant you that I'm prejudging a little bit, but when you've done a couple thousand transactions, actually, in the financial space, strictly speaking, tens of thousands of contracts and looked at the data for who's a good fit, who's not a good fit. There's some of these businesses that I've taken notes on just off the bat, and apologies for the page flipping. It's five something in the morning here. But I took some notes on some of these things and just ask, like, why? Like, what are you What are you looking to accomplish? Why are you doing it? And what's different? So when I was at the Entrepreneurship Institute, we worked with a company, a local woman-owned business called Consultamom. This was in 2012. might have been 2013. And she had a very good idea, in theory. You know, it's similar to a mix of like a Yelp and Angie's List, a couple things that come together. 
But the question was, why? What do you do differently? Why would somebody want to use your system? What's your point of differentiation? You know, some people call that a SWOT analysis, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats, you know, market research. There's a lot of different terms for figuring out what it is about your business that makes it special, that makes it stand out. I've helped hundreds of financial advisors with just that question. Who do you serve? Well, I have these licenses. I, I want to help everybody. It's like, wrong answer. If you want to help everybody, you're going to help nobody and you'll be out of the business. My most successful financial advisors, the ones that manage hundreds of millions of dollars to the billion dollar range, what makes them different from the person that's struggling to generate $50,000 a year in income for themselves it's not that they're better looking they've got different licenses they had an unfair advantage no they they focus on a demographic very tight focus and that might sound weird but that's the truth i've worked with and called on jesus got to be 5000 People in the financial space, like I've got a pretty good overarching survey of what that looks like. And having a clearly defined mission set helps you to attract the people that fit that niche. And that's something for these companies where a lot of them, they are doing something that's already repeated in the industry. So the question is why? What are you going to do different? What's your widget, if you will? And as you're sitting here listening to me, and I appreciate that, um, the numbers for the podcast have seen a pretty good uptick recently. So if you're new, by the way, thank you. But what is it about you that's different and special? What is it that you and your team can bring to the table that other people aren't doing? And are you highlighting that so that other people know about it too? Very important questions. You know, my business has grown more on word of mouth and referral than it has on anything else. Sorry if there was a quick stop start on the podcast there. Uh, my neighbor has uh, woken up and is getting some work done on her farm. And I don't know if anybody here knows what a second generation uh, Dodge Ram sounds like with a Cummins diesel in the morning. It was loud enough that I was worried it would hurt the audio. So a little behind the scenes of the uh, Intentional Disruption podcast at five something in the morning. So getting back to what we're talking about understanding what makes you different is a big thing and i'm able to use referral based i I don't even think i would call it advertising because of what i do in my brand 
Now, am I going to branch out and actually pay to do advertising at some point? Yeah, I'm sure I will. That's going to be a second or third tier down the road because I understand what my value proposition inside of my business is right now. And as I level up the business and bring out more standard levels of care, if you will, there's going to be some automation, some integrations, and some ability to do things at scale a little bit differently than I'm doing it now. And I understand that. It's something that I'm excited for because it means I get to help more people to acquire their dreams inside of their small business. But it's going to take a little bit of time to do all that. It needs the focus and the intention. Yeah, At most, I'll ever be able to work one-on-one with maybe 10 people, 10 businesses in a full-on capacity. Now, most of the questions that a small business owner has candidly don't require that full level of care. A lot of the questions have been asked in the past and like my mentor, Ryan Nidell, has everything he's ever done on video and he's turned that into a searchable database. So the questions that his groups ask him, the information from his podcast, things like that, it's all essentially a searchable database. So if you have a question, you don't have to call Ryan. You just have to type a couple of things into Searchy. And you're going to find the video clip that has the answer where he talked about that. It's pretty sweet. There's nothing to do with the Entrepreneurial Bootcamp for veterans. But it's just a reminder to myself and for you inside of your business to identify the ways that you can automate repetitive processes so you don't have to do them every time. So as we go through these bios for these veterans, it's very exciting just knowing what I'm going to be able to bring them to help them grow their vision and identify opportunities to start off without starting off at zero. And that's the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway I'd love for you to have. And even if you've already started a business, that doesn't mean that you can't acquire called a larger competitor or whatever have you there's unique ways to finance those things but it just is the awareness that there's the ability to not start off with no traction and you can actually hit the ground running that's a very exciting thing and it gives the community something very valuable too. 75% of new businesses do not survive 15 years. Many of the companies that are up for sale right now, they're owned by people that are retiring. Those businesses might have 20, 25 years of tenure. So you can go from a position where 70% of new businesses make it two years, so that means 30% fail. 
according to the Commerce Institute. There's a lot of different numbers around, but at five years, half of businesses fail. So if you're buying, able to buy a business that's 20 years old, they're the unicorn and you're going to at least be able to walk into a business that's cash flowing, that has processes in place, and you can adapt and implement your vision inside of it. And that's going to be the conversation that I have with these veterans at UConn's uh, EBV program uh, coming up next month. It's about three weeks away. And I'm excited for that, and I'll make sure to share some takeaways from what I do. But as I'm looking at what might be most beneficial to you, making sure you clearly understand who you serve really helps. Optimizing and standardizing your processes, that's also something that makes a big difference. And I guess the last thing that I would say is there's opportunities right now where you could acquire a business that's complementary and that will help solidify your cash flow. And with a couple of the tips and tricks that I know and that I use, you can have that business be pretty well automated. It might take a couple hours a week out of your day, out of your week. So something to ponder, something to consider. Um, if you have any questions on that, I've got a bunch of information that I can share. Happy to set a call with you. As always, you can reach out to me, uh, growdelta.com. Uh, actually, my call from a little bit later today, it's from somebody that I've never spoken to. Um, they found me through social media and just directly booked, which is fantastic. It's how a fair bit of my appointments are scheduled. So feel free to use it. It's pretty simple. You can follow me on social media at Mike Demo on Facebook, on LinkedIn. I appreciate your time and I hope you have a blessed day.